Today we're going to talk about something different. We're going to talk about kids. The first part of kids. Like like raising babies? Like when you find out, after you've made it past the point where you could tell people you're having a kid. Okay. I would say from that point forward, that's when your days are numbered. Mm-hmm. Like that's when that's when your days are numbered. And that's like, you know, I believe there's different stages of, of change. You know, initially it's... You have the kid and your, your perspective on life changes. Mm-hmm. For women, I would assume that their perspective on life changes much sooner because you're already changing your behavior. And our bodies are changing. Right. Like, I mean, but so you're going through a, a very serious change. For guys, it is too. We see you go through a physical change and that affects us. If we're married or mm-hmm. committed, you know, that way and we care about you, then, you know, so we kind of start going through it. Um, we start caring about you more than we did. We care for your safety before mm-hmm. if you fell, we might laugh. Now you fall and we will laugh remember, on the inside. Right. Do you remember when I tripped and we were walking Dash? No. Oh, uh, I tripped on I his do leash. I remember. Fell on my butt. You got mad at me probably. I probably got mad at Dash, but yeah. It's, we are one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I actually, I kind of do. That explains it. I was but, pregnant with Annabelle, but yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. that's, that's, so that's, that's a change, right? You have to be careful. Mm-hmm. And like that, so that's a change. So that's when it really, that's like the, just the integration. You're like, oh, this is real. I am having a baby or, oh, she's getting fat, you know, big old boobs. That's kind of cool. But, mm-hmm. you know, then you have the child and that's like probably the most drastic of changes, I'd say. Like that's mm-hmm. when it becomes real. Right. And then the first month is a blur for you, <laughs> but I'm just, you know, so right. kind of time relative, right? So it's kind right. of that, that, that initial, so first like, Oh baby, baby shower, mm-hmm. gender reveal party. Mm-hmm. That's pretty, that's a little judgmental. I think having a gender reveal party, like they should make their own choices. I think it's taking the fun out of, um, out of the doctor's job. Because my doctor, we didn't have gender reveal well, right. parties when I was but it, pregnant. Right, and it introduces somebody who's got to be there, who's got to know. Mm-hmm. You have to not be interested, and you're going to share that with people. Maybe it's just for presents. Maybe it's like a target. But then you don't get the right presents because you don't, you can't, if you're having a girl, you don't get girl well, stuff. I mean, you, get you get gender neutral football, stuff. You get a guy football. I mean, you get a boy, you know, you get him balls and stuff. That's, you just get a lot of sports it's stuff. It's just another reason to have a party. It doesn't replace the gift. baby shower, right, though. Right, but I believe it's it a is gift for party. Mm-hmm. But it's not, I guess, I don't, see, I guess I'm different because I, I wanted to know and I wanted to have stuff that was. Well, you want to start preparing. Mm-hmm. And I picked some, like, I did, like, purposefully picked, like, Winnie the Pooh, which could be for both. Right. But, right, right. Well, uh, but you can then go with pink stuff. and blue. So sure. you could you can have the the main theme that can be gender neutral, you but can they can go either boy, way. But they just don't sell boy clothes <laughs> that are pink. Right. He doesn't care until he's, you know. I just want to see pictures of myself <laughs> no. in pink. Like, mom, you don't love me. I had me. a sister. <laughs> yeah. That was you. Me you look like a or girl. My sister. Well, so okay, so so you see, so then there's that kind of perspective. You know, there's mm-hmm. you have you have you've been marketed. Everybody, you want you got to buy all the safety stuff. You know, you worry about all kinds of stuff. So that's kind of like the beginning of it. And then there's like that initial like you've got the newborn, and it's like you know you women can't walk. And there's no sleep. Mm-hmm. And that was then, the 
the biggest thing when I told my mom I was pregnant. She was like, oh, no, you're not going to be able to sleep. But but when I'm pregnant, the first time, you like, you don't understand what they mean. Like, what do you mean I'm not going to be able to sleep? And my friends who had already nice. been through it and people I knew, like, nobody nobody's honest with that pregnant person. Like, I they're... I know you do, but like you don't know like from the woman's perspective. Right. So like your friend, your fr- your friends are not like I can sleep through one or two feedings. Friends you are can't. not realistic about it. They're like you. It's really weird because you're you when you're pregnant, you get like super happy. Like the hormones are like yeah, you know, like it's weird. Like you're like really happy because you're so excited. You're growing this this child, this thing inside of you, right? And you're like, I mean, I think they do it on purpose, so you'll want to do it again. But, like, you just can't even imagine what someone would say. Oh, you're not going to sleep. Or, Run. yeah, or with that Get first, <laughs> with that first month's like, Get it out. <laughs> like, the, the first time you're like, how is this thing going to get out of me? Like, there is that fear, but. Like, oh, I'm sure as it goes on. Like, whoa, like my belly's huge. And then just you actually lose sleep during pregnancy when the baby right. starts moving well, while you're sleeping. Begins, yeah. So, and you cannot, you cannot rest enough. Like, you just don't know. And then I remember um, the doctor after having Annabelle first time, she, day two, she goes, oh, why aren't you sleeping? You know, why aren't you sleeping every time the baby's sleeping? And it's like, oh, well, that's a good, that's well, good I have, um, you know, I have visitors or I'm just so, you know, I can't sleep. And she's like, oh no, you have to rest here because when you go home, you don't get to rest. And it was like, well, it's already too late. You know, I, no, well, I don't feel tired. I mean, it's just been like <laughs> right. a day. It's no big deal. I mean, I'm a little, <laughs> little, little gas from the, the drugs, but well, you just can't just shut your body off like every time you're nice. sleeping. You're now like, you can. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, now that I learned. But... Yeah. Well, now you're exhausted. Right. I can't. I can just now, like, oh, now seven and a half years, seven awake. years later, I'm like, don't even hear them come down the the hallway. I wake up with babies next to me. <laughs> yeah. So, but so then those are different challenges. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of there's, right. No, but initially people, the the lack of sleep. Is, there's people who this you know like my opinion is we should be sleeping i don't know how mm-hmm. but people do get their babies to sleep so at this well, stage of the game it's that's a dip, but see, that's, that's, different, that's a different yeah. that's and that's another challenge is mm-hmm. that whole sleep training mm-hmm. thing so so that's you know so that's kind of what i'm trying to put in perspective here is is you have these different drastic challenges mm-hmm. that we have to face as parents the first one it's dealing with the physical changes. Mm-hmm. And then you have the disruption of your lifestyle and, mm-hmm. and habits. And then as they grow up, you know, they then they become then they get in trouble. Then too, they they're you know, they don't understand what you're telling them or they do but they know that they don't have to like since you can't talk, they can say no by, you know, behaviorally. And then they become little people and now you've got a, you've got emotional things and you know so there's really all of these 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 progressions as parents that mm-hmm. and then and then 
they hit seventh and eighth grade and the teenagers they start stinking and getting and just you know having closing their door in their room and having their own interests and then yeah and then they become a little more independent you hope but but the initial so Mm -hmm. i think that the first the biggest the warning that you can give anybody is the number one the shock but i think the probably till you till six months Mm -hmm. i think around six months that's that's kind of when it becomes more of more parenting maybe nine months you know to where to where it's more than protecting an egg Mm -hmm. you know because really i mean the baby is so fragile until they can put their head up and kind of Mm -hmm. crawl around so like seven eight nine months you know the past the infant phase right i think that infant phase is something very special (laughs) and and that's kind of you know i think those are those are those are the things that worth worth uncovering i think is is just so it's interesting that you because I, for me, I think I was probably working my ass off. Mm-hmm. So I was just trying to keep every other light, you know, the lights on and you weren't working mm-hmm. and we were just, you know, so I wasn't even involved. Thank God you weren't working. I mean, a lot of people must work and that mm-hmm. must be brutal. You don't work the first month though. Like the first month is just your, your, so up like every you just three found hours. out that you're pregnant. So you found out you're no, pregnant. No, no, The first month after the baby's born. Oh, <sighs> No, but so I think I think that it starts for me. When that baby comes, that's the right. That's the the bomb. Prepare, that's what all the sirens have been. About. <laughs> but you can't prepare someone for that, right? But like, you also can't prepare them for the love. Oh, and for sure. Like for the for the for the you like it's like immediately you develop the capability to sacrifice your life for something. Right. And then you have to sacrifice your life. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> I'll do anything for you. And, and then like, you have oh, to. Oh, then you have to do anything <laughs> for them. <laughs> but it goes by so fast, really. <sighs> In hindsight. No. Well, what would you oh. say? So, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, let's, what would you tell somebody who, you know, again, it's like, as soon as you could, as soon as the pregnant people can start telling people that are pregnant, you know, mm-hmm. they're beyond that spot. It's like, at that point, I always try to tell everybody sleep and enjoy your time as individuals together. Like that. Right. You always think like date nights for yeah. sure. Like spend as much quality time as a couple right. you can, because One once two. the baby comes, there's no more. You might be lucky if grandma, grandpa watches a kid right. for an but... evening mm-hmm. and they won't even let's stay the night. <laughs> it's like, Oh, right. can't get too hammered. You got to come home. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So for sure, just spend as much couple time as you can together because once kids happen, it's a long time before you watch get some movies, couple like time chill together. out, watch, mm-hmm. sit on the couch, yes, watch rest. TV for hours on end. <laughs> you know, like really, it's like mm-hmm. you know, and it's going to be terrible. Or and, do those things that you want to do, like. Yeah. Maybe if there's crafts or something that you want to do or right. hobbies, like if you want to learn guitar, do it now. Start now. Yeah, start now. Like any kind of, yeah, you have six months, so start now. Like, right. If, yeah, decide, yeah, better mm-hmm. to try it and realize you don't want it than to try to do it once you have kids. <laughs> yeah, because you're not going to do it for a while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything gets put on hold. Well, for a guy, I think it's different because, like, for you, like, I, you know, I mean, I don't think I just had this realization, but. I could sleep through. I had to go to work, right. so so I kind of could use that as an excuse. Well, I have to go to work, mm-hmm. and so for the first three months, like women generally shouldn't be working, right. I mean, it, you know. 
I guess it's okay. But you guys can't miss a feeding. Right. It's impossible and to miss a feeding well, unless you put the baby in the other room, and that's very much frowned upon. Well, especially if you're breastfeeding. <laughs> yeah. yeah so nobody else can life. do that for you. Yeah, it'll be all right. It'll be, right. be growing every day. Hey, it's fine. hey babe. Hook them on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, you... people do do that with bottles. I mean, oh, not for the first three months. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, sure you can do. do bottle. If you do bottle, if you pump and do bottle, then somebody else can help. But right. that's how these women get through it. I think that's how they breastfeed and work. Well, you know, you, um, the, you get maternity leave for three months. So usually that's the first what? three months are, are what people get. And then they I go back I, to work. I didn't vote for that. But, um, um, no. So there's different things because I know when I was talking to one of my friends I, with Annabelle, she would bottle and breast and, and for like two weeks, but they said it's really hard for the baby to go back and forth between a bottle and a breast because right. they're so different. Right. So usually they won't latch yeah, on to both. Definitely nothing about a bottle that makes me want more. <laughs> well, they just don't, they don't do both. Right. So if they get used to the I bottle, see. they won't go. They won't right, suck it. on their rest anymore, or vice versa. They won't take the bottle. If right. They're used so my to point though is that, so, yeah, anyways, that you're up, mm-hmm. and if you're pumping, I mean, it's. I hear a lot of my friends who would wake up and they would take turns feeding, mm-hmm. and I think that's very admirable. And it doesn't matter if I get up and feed or I don't. I'm still woken up. Right. Even if I'm in the other room, it right. still is hard to sleep. Oh, yeah. Baby's crying. You can't really <laughs> sleep through that. Right. And you're trying. You're trying to sleep mm. through it. And I'm like, ugh. No, I'm not trying to sleep through it. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> not with baby number one. You don't sleep. You're like, yeah. you're look, you're staring at the baby the entire night. with one, You're sleeping with one eye open right. going, are you still breathing? Right. Like, but you, see, is that fear mongering though? Like, I do not believe that we're that fragile. I do not believe that babies just stop breathing. Like this whole sleeping on your head, sleeping on your back. Mm-hmm. Like that's got to be marketing propaganda. Like that's got to be the printers, the publishers. They're like, we got it. We need something to print. Let's pretend the baby should be on their head or on their back. You know, we took a survey of a hundred people and sixty-five percent of them ended in this result. So we're going to create this campaign that's going to. I don't know what. But I just do not feel like humans are that fragile. But I know that you check, and I, I'm I'm the same way. I um, remember it's like, are you still? You know, you mm-hmm. wake up in the middle of the night, you're like, I'll just I'll just check, make sure you're breathing. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I don't. I don't know. I I mean, I want to believe that we're not that fragile, but at the same time i mean if a were you were you checking your baby i wonder if i mean it would mm-hmm. be hard to know if you were checking your baby because of things you've heard or read or if it's because your maternal instinct i think it's because of what you read uh, it wasn't anything i read but when i left the hospital with the, with annabelle they literally were like sid 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 3 years later with daniel and maybe because it was my second one not no mention of it at all and you really do need that reminder because you don't remember. So they were like. It's a very small percentage. I know, but they were like harping me. They were fear. It was fear, but also just because there was nothing in her crib. There was nothing that could have happened. It's just. But you can't. You're responsible for this thing. It's just came, this human. It came out of you and you want to make sure that it's alive nice. and stays alive. And you're the you only thing the that like. <laughs> you wanna, yeah. No, you love your baby from the moment it you know comes out like you hear all these stories about not, not all but sometimes stories about kids who babies who come out and they only have like 
like severe deformities and they only have hours to live oh, or something yeah. and you know like you and then have, they celebrate the birthday for the rest of their life well you've create you have had a nine-month bond with the baby it's been in your body you've named it you've bought stuff for it it comes out you still love it even though you know it's not going to make it like, like it is a human it you it just never human. get to know the personality of the human you know like it's your it's a baby you've bonded with it for nine months it's a long time right right you've accepted the life form mm -hmm. so after as yours as yours uniquely right. and as something a piece mm -hmm. of you that, yeah. that you love that that yeah i think so i think that you know number one get sleep mm -hmm. get rest get time in that's like you, you gotta read books, do that. You want to read, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, when you go to the hospital, bring wait, just wait. You don't want to be sitting in a hospital in a bed. Bring snacks. If you're a guy, I would bring Excedrin PM. Get your sleep. <laughs> oh yeah, and headphones. Yeah, ear ear earplugs, earplugs. Right, they, earplugs they, yeah, yeah. Took some for a buddy. Do you think I was? He thought I was joking. Mm -hmm. I wasn't joking. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, if you want to go to work without killing somebody, you just put some earplugs in a couple of days. Mm -hmm. Excedrin PM, help you sleep. Right. Sleep. Girl's got to wake up. And then you hold the baby, and that's when everybody told you, just wait. And everybody <laughs> said, you're gonna, it's going to change right. your life. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. I remember the first time I got high, and I changed my life. And then <laughs> no. you're like, yeah, this is cool, you know, just another baby here. And then that's when it's like, there's so much more to life that I didn't know about. Right. You're like, oh my God. Well, now you're not self preservation for yourself. You have to, you have to, you, this. Right. If you trip and fall, of you and you'll take the hit. It needs you to live. Right. That's interesting. It needs your warmth. It needs you to take care of it all the time. It right. can't really do it's anything on its own. It's a possession. It needs, um, it needs food. It needs. Right. Love. If you don't feed it, it will. If you don't feed it, it will die. Right. If you don't hold it and rock it to sleep. Yeah, you know, in fact, like, they even do say mm -hmm. that. If you don't hold your baby, that's, it. that's when SIDS, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who knows. At least show me the report. Yeah, that's... And you want to. Right. Like, you want to make sure... But that's, 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 the, that's the... that's And I don't believe everybody has that revelation. I think that there's some people who maybe not have that. But I think generally, you hold that kid and you're like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Even as a as a father, right. you know, I mean, I imagine for you, what you go through. I mean, you just, you know, it doesn't even look like it hurts; it just falls right out. And <laughs> you know, so, but for me, it's it's pretty traumatic to see you go through that. Mm. Even though the last, you know, last one, I'm not sure, I'm not sure you felt it. I think you were still watching TV. And uh, no, Daniel, I didn't feel it. Poor boy. I was through pushes. But, yeah, so I think that you know, I see it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. and it's yours. But it's mine. Mm -hmm. Like it's no, yours it's first. Ours. It's ours. But I don't. I don't have the same. I mean, I love it. Mm -hmm. But I, I remember my my first kid so many years ago. Mm -hmm. Even all of them. Mm -hmm. Every single kid. I'm scared to hold them. Uh, like I'm gonna drop this oh, thing. Right, it's like I I do not trust myself, which is interesting because a mother probably trusts herself. Like mm -hmm. you, your first instinct is give me that. I'll take care of it. Mine is here. I don't want to f it up not always but well, oh, i mean no, pretty much sure. so that's how mm -hmm. i mean until until they brought, wrap them up in a moccasin mm -hmm. it's like uh-uh you know i don't want to well i might i mean 
I'm not going to lie. When they put a slimy baby on you, <laughs> it doesn't, <Ew. laughs> you don't initially go, oh, you know, it's like clean it up first. <laughs> first world. But that was, nice. David Smells. was, no, he was like covered in oh, that well, that's goop just, and it was crazy. That was weird. He was, they're all different. It's mm-hmm. always been different. Like, yeah, he was what? in a shell. What's wrong with my baby? <laughs> He's always going to be like that, right? His head's going to get <laughs> ugly. Don't have any teeth. No, <laughs> you don't have any teeth. Can't talk. But like initially. But yeah, no, you, you hold it and you just, then you become the one. Then you become a parent. That has to do it. And you become a fucking parent. Mm-hmm. And then a week later, you become a tired parent. <laughs> like the rest of us suffering souls. <laughs> it's not even a week. It's like two weeks. <laughs> or no, I mean two days. Sorry. Yeah. It's like day two. Once the adrenaline and the like excitement wears off, you're like right. When you're like, oh, I sure could use a nap right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's still that way. Right when I close my eyes, I wake up from nap time. Yeah. But yeah. No, and um, what I say like the first month is a blur. It's like it. It's because the baby babies don't really can't really do that much. They only eat, sleep. And poop. Well, so you're just changing diapers. You're, you're, you're holding it. You're, your life, you you now have this thing that persists on a daily basis mm-hmm. that didn't persist before. Right. So you have you have this thing constantly attached mm-hmm. to you. It's like getting it's like getting a kid. I mean, it's like having a monkey that hangs on you twenty four seven. And I don't think there's anything that that you can compare it to. I mean, kind of a dog in the sense that. You get a puppy, it mm-hmm. shits, it whines, mm-hmm. and you got to pick it up and take care of it, you know, especially a young pup. But it, but you don't care about a puppy. You know, you'll put your puppy outside or you'll do something right. with your dog. You can put your puppy down. Or you put you it outside. You can put your puppy down. I would <laughs> let it go. <laughs> I'd go lose it somewhere in the field or something. At least give it a chance. <laughs> put it in a box. <laughs> well, I mean, you could. And people would be like, that's messed up. <laughs> but they would call child services on you. Right. <laughs> You're not... I mean, they they might call dog authorities, but if it, they'll, they'll never know if it's for an hour. Like, I mean, you can put your baby down for it to sleep. They just don't sleep very long, especially in the beginning. They sleep two, three right. hours. Yeah. Like but I mean, and then even when they do, like you said, you're still checking to see if it's breathing. Right. Like you put it down, but you basically put it down and you're just staring at it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Looking at it. You go take a quick <laughs> glass of water, come mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. I, I know. No, you do. I, I eat mm-hmm. all of them. It's just mm-hmm. kind of wake up and. When I have that that inclination to check, I just check. Right. Just because I'd rather not, I I don't want to risk it. Like, oh, I was up to, you know, mm-hmm. and I would never want that. And so I think that right. it's interesting to, I, I also have that, you know, so I love it as well as a father. Um, I was doing some reading about um, SIDS and what they say is it's actually no fault of of the parent that it's actually caused by something that was wrong with the child that was just undetected. Right. Like it's a brain thing, function, the lack of oxygen, something that happens that really, so to say, to put that kind of blame, I mean, but it's horrible for a parent to have Well, there might be a small percentage that is caused from blank or that was correlated to blank. It's whether or not Mm -hmm. that, I mean, like I've, I've felt with all the children that there's no way this blanket, nah, when the first little baby babies, Mm -hmm. but even then it's like our lungs are more powerful than a blanket unless it gets obstructed or, Mm -hmm. you know, something drastic like that happens. 
but generally just putting your head in a in a blanket. Right to have the air. That yeah, like I don't I don't think we can like, suffocate that easily. Yeah. We'd all be we'd all be like gasping mm-hmm. when we see, <laughs> cover our mouths when things so stink. So it's actually a. It would. It seems like. I would believe that it was, you know, and and they can't autopsy. I mean, I don't think they study them that. Mm-hmm. They might, but you know, there are probably reasons unknown that that weren't the lack of checking or didn't have a video. But on It's them. just something that you can't you can't check everything from in a sonogram. There's only so much you can yeah. do if if you know right. if the weakness is there, then and right. they don't catch it. That's just mm-hmm. we're lucky we have the technology to catch those things. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's a terrible thing, and I'm thankful that we didn't right, have to deal with course. it. And now they're old enough. And but there's definitely more of a relaxation with the second child than right. the first. The first one, you just right. don't sleep at all. You're constantly looking. Right. The with first everything you do, like giving it the first bath, doing just the feeding. Oh, yeah. You're just like, I don't know, is the baby getting enough food? Are they pooping? Like. Oh yeah, the poop cycles and kind of understanding right, just... the first weird poops that they come out, and, mm-hmm. and just even be talking about poop. Right, it's like before baby, you're like ew poop, and then afterwards, you're like, oh look at that, it's on my shirt. I can wear it two more times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, don't get me started on the drool and the spit up and the <sighs> right. Poop. You get poop and you get yeah, a lot stuff of stuff all over you. A lot of washing, like, a lot of hand washing. Uh... Don't get a diaper genie. <laughs> recommendation number one oh, everybody yeah. they i don't even know how they sell them the nastiest thing you would never shit in a bucket and keep that bucket in your room mm, that's true yes get the poop out of your house immediately. <laughs> put it in the trash <laughs> yeah put it in the trash don't i guarantee ask people about the diaper genie mm. a year after having it never been successful you got to take it out every time like, right <laughs> otherwise there's maybe you get like two piece diaper. yeah <laughs> yeah that's a big one because you mm. just end up just changing diapers Mm-hmm. I think that's for a girl. I bet you that's you know because for us, for a guy, I can still go hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, you give me shit maybe, and you know, I mean, maybe not that you did, but a wife might give a guy shit for going out with his friends just for one night, just one freaking <laughs> night, and uh, we can do that. You pretty much can't for a while, right? Your friends have to come to you, and they have to, yeah, and they have to be um, acknowledged that you're gonna. Start snoozing at any moment. Nice. <laughs> Don't the, start a movie. Don't the, put on a movie, uh, guys. <laughs> you're going to be feeding the baby. <laughs> like, don't right. mind me. I might nice. wash you. Sorry, but it's I'm fine. feeding the baby. <laughs> Baby's hungry. I'm going to bust my boob out, I'm going to try my best with this little sash that covers it, but, you know, you're going to have to deal with it. It's natural. <laughs> I think, no, the biggest thing is the losing sleep. Yeah, nothing could prepare you. you. You've never been that yeah. tired in your life. And you know what's crazy is all parents have are maybe there are some few the baby babies they wake up. Yeah, I say that that's part of it. My mom says that by two months I was sleeping through the night. That's something else we're not going to cover. That. I know. I really want. But... I got to do some interest. I want to read about that a little bit. Sleep training, right? Because our kids are seventeen and eighteen. And they still come wake up, ask us for water. <laughs> No, they're not. <laughs> I, I, um, four year old. Really side note, I was talking to some lady at work and she was telling me that her, her, maybe her sister's kids are like, like seventh, eighth graders, maybe six. And she said they still wake up in the middle of the night and they can't sleep through the night. And everyone's like telling her, like, 
what's wrong with the kids? Like, whatever. And I'm like, well, she could put them to bed at eight. She can't make them sleep through the night. Right. There's nothing you can do to do that. Like, you can't. You can make them stay in bed, but you can't right. make somebody else sleep. Yeah, it's really hard to sleep. <laughs> you can't sleep for someone else. <laughs> like, you can't force somebody to sleep. <laughs> yeah. So I sleep. mean, if you could, oh, I'd you do know, it to myself. Right? Like, I don't know. That's a tough one. Well, the, yeah, that could be diet. That could be all kinds of things. Right. And maybe they set alarms. <laughs> I know. Like, mm. give her some slack. Jeez. <laughs> No, it's not, yeah. No, we're talking about more of like the, I guess, so the lack of sleep and then just, like you just mentioned, maybe the the dad can go hang out with friends, but mom can't, not Well, yeah, well, you months. guys are Mom dedicated. can't go out for You guys are committed at a whole different mm-hmm. level. We can choose to be that committed, mm-hmm. but that's a choice for us. You don't have a choice. Right. Like you straight, you popped out a baby and now you don't want to let it out of your hands. Right. And it's tough on us too for, mm-hmm. you know, because then we're all of a sudden. Number it's two. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I can't, you know. Well, first of all, you don't want to touch them for a while. There's, you know, gonna, <laughs> you know, it's kind of mind blowing. Like, ugh, give it a little chance to heal down there so you can feel it. <laughs> and uh, there's a little bit of shock about mm-hmm. that. And then just like, and then the attention, mm-hmm. you know, like you right. just lose. Well, there's no for more both both people, time. but for you, right. it's for the woman. It's definitely all eyes on baby, mm-hmm. and guys like you know. What about me? About me? Love me anymore, mama? <laughs> <laughs> nah, not really. I don't give a shit. But more time, more time. To write code. Well, you have an outlet, and some people don't. Sure. No, it's fucked. It was fucked. I every single baby right. is. It's like three years. Of downtime. Because they wake up early anyways. I mean, you right. know, like even if they sleep, you know, they just wake up early. They can stay up late. They wake up all night. Like it's just. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. That's like huge. Even if, like if I stay up late, I'm like, I've only done it like a handful of times. It's like. Wish you hadn't. Yeah. Like I can't be hungover <laughs> and up at six in the morning going to bed at three. Like right. That's just... what. Yeah. Last Saturday I was like, I can't, I can't hang out with my friends because I want to have a productive Sunday. And if mm-hmm. I get hammered. Which I want to, mm-hmm. but the consequences aren't worth it. And it's like, what kind of what kind of pussy <laughs> decision is that? Like, what happened to me? And that's what happens. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. I tell. I was telling. You, I remember mm-hmm. this guy I used to work with. He was mm-hmm. like forty years old. I was mm-hmm. thirty. Mm-hmm. He used to surf. I was like, you don't surf anymore. What's wrong with you, mm-hmm. pussy? You know, I didn't yeah, call him that, but I was like, right. what the fuck, fag? You know. Like, <laughs> surf and now it's like I'm approaching 40 and I don't surf anymore and it's like I see I want to send an email and be like dude sorry it's those damn kids it's the damn kids can't do anything I want to do anymore well, you have other things though like your shoulders hurt and stuff yeah there's yeah that's true I mean no some people there's time but but as they get older you know you then have you to start doing those things with them yeah mm-hmm. it takes a while and okay. it, and that's that's when you get it back mm-hmm. You get it. The important things come back because that's what you want to do. You want to camp. You want to go on hikes. You want to mm-hmm. do. You want to surf and fish and right. do fun stuff. It's like, but you got to wait three years, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah, they're not really able to do much before they. It's a, it's too much work to take them anywhere. It's like you got to pack right. them in and pack them out. When we went to Emily and Max. Mm-hmm. That wasn't too bad, but he's a little young. She had one. Yeah, and she was chasing him around the entire time. Yeah. Like yeah, I was like, oh, poor. That's cool though. Like you don't get. To really sit down and enjoy it. You don't get to talk to anybody else that you're around because yeah. you're constantly me, watching. Antisocial, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I would talk to you, but kids, got to gotta watch them. 
Like, that was a great family time. I mean, me chasing my kid around. <laughs> Didn't talk to you at all. But, I mean, my kids definitely, they're still the same somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, so that's that's an interesting mm-hmm. thing. And and then I, and I don't think, you know, I think that by six months, you got, you, you'd be, you lose. <laughs> Everybody loses by six when, months. When the baby's six months. Yeah, when the baby, six months into it, like you've given up self, you stop showering all the time, you start wearing, you're just like, just get me through the deck. I just want to go to sleep. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's, oh, I was going to mention this earlier. So, like, first month is a blur, and then, you know, and then the first three months, the baby's really, you, you don't know this the first time because the first child, you want it to, to keep like progressing so you're like okay what are you gonna do next you just say let's get your head let's get your head up baby lift your head up (laughs) like tummy time why aren't you crawling what's wrong i read the book so you're supposed to be crawling by now you know so like but the bright the expectations right the the Mm -hmm. true the things that what they don't tell you is just gonna be fine just let the baby grow on its own right and i felt like every three months they do something like like right as soon as you get into the the you get comfortable at that stage it the baby changes so the first three months the baby's just like you know you can hold the baby all the time they enjoy being held and cuddled and they're they're you know like sitting up maybe but then then the next three months the baby starts um doing something different which starts like scooting or crawling or looking uh, around. Move that early, but they like can. They don't want to be just sit. They don't want to just sit there and be well, held right. anymore. That's when you get the like, swings. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Like, right. Like they when they cry move. for no reason and they have a decent cry, mm-hmm. and like, their diapers clean, they're not yeah. hungry, and they're just fucking screaming. They start noticing the world outside of you holding them. So right. like. They can't really quite move yet. So, right. So, they're screaming because they I don't have want. motion sickness. You know, I wonder if, like, they are going through that. Because can you imagine, like, oh, right. you can't Rocking. focus, you can't see, mm-hmm. you don't know what you're smelling, and it's all gross. It's got to be. You're using. It's new sense. Yeah. It's all foreign. Everything is foreign. The taste in your lungs is foreign. The noises you that you're hearing eating, are foreign. Right. But I think, like, three to six months, they start eating baby food. Right. Like, the, so, you know, just the... the everything changes right and then that. their stomach right their whole yeah, stomach has stomach to develop and, they... and, <sighs> and it's crazy so like that's like a new phase gaining and like, context right of when you get comfortable with that stage and they start coherence. moving crawling rolling around crawling right oh yeah because like three to six months you put them on those mats and they stare at things and they roll right around. look at that oh he sees the stars <laughs> yeah. look at that so cute oh bleh. Right. On the mat again. Oh, that's okay <laughs> happens all the time yeah oh pooped uh, up his diaper that's fine it's okay i gotta change the clothes right here yeah oh yeah always have extra pairs of clothes Diapers, um, keep them in your car, keep them cut, tucked away everywhere. A little thing of wipes, a little thing of diapers. Yeah. Umbrella stroller. Oh, not yet. Mm, not no, yet. not yet. No. There's still some right. baby care. Oh, yeah. Baby care. <sighs> Fucked. Mm-hmm. Things are so heavy. They're so nice, though. <laughs> yeah, you can put your groceries on them and stuff. <laughs> no, you just, like, when they're sleeping in the car, you can, oh, that's you right. can remove it and you don't have to wake up the baby. That's right. That's right. You can go into a place <laughs> when it's sleeping and you can get, like, you can maybe put... 15 minutes to <laughs> yeah. hang out with people. Eat some snacks. Right. Sit down. Uh-huh. Nap. I mean, <laughs> hey, they, guys, don't you sleep, but I got a quick one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't recommend leaving your baby in the car seat unattended, but 
You also don't, or baby carry, but don't you don't wake them. But you don't want to wake them. No, that's rule number one: never wake a sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> um, Unless you want them to pay them back and never <laughs> let them sleep. They get bastards. Yeah. Then, like six to nine months, they start crawling. Moving, that's like baby scooting. phase out of infant. Yeah, like a little more sturdy. Moving, and then before you know it, they're walking and then it's a whole another game right then you're raising a monkey mm. and they're monsters at first mm. but see i think that and then so then you get like a year and a half two mm-hmm. years and you start thinking another one right well you have to because you're like you're you don't want them you're too, committed right you don't you're you don't want them too spread out right so then like, then you yeah you get your life back get all comfortable then you it's like when so you take that you year off of college <laughs> right. like, yeah you know i mean probably go back yeah yeah that's right so then if we're talking multiple kids then you gotta start doing it like mm-hmm. like am I really gonna do this all over again <laughs> no you want to yeah cause you want your child to have someone to play with that's true and it is somebody to play with mm-hmm. you have to teach them to play together but that's like what I've always told everybody is have to mm-hmm. it makes it so much easier it right. makes it harder but you know, only I've, for a very short time. Yeah, for about until a year and a half and three or four, it's like when they can start, when they kind of, even when they're fighting a little bit and that little kid's hitting them and taking advantage of them, you know, you got to watch for the, you got to protect the children. But I think that that's, you can sit down while they play. Like the kid's not sitting next to you saying, what are we going to do next? Oh, right. Yeah, no, I, I always tell people who have one kid, I say one is harder than two because with two, they play together. Right. You can leave them alone and go to the right. bathroom. With, with one, one, they're a part of your life. <laughs> yeah, with they're... two, they're a part of their lives. <laughs> with one, they're following you around. They're saying, what are we going to do today, Mommy? Or Don't close the door when you go to the bathroom. Yeah, like, oh, where are <laughs> we going right now? <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't be alone out here. <sighs> or, what are we doing? What do you mean play with all these toys? I don't play by myself. Yeah, like... I can't play by myself, Mommy. <laughs> I play with your brother. He chews on everything. <laughs> yeah, that teach him not to. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. So, I mean, that's a good thing. And don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three too much. <laughs> too far. You've gone too far. See a doctor. <laughs> See a doctor. It's pretty life changing, yeah. but it's great. I mean, you know, taking him to ride the bike like that was awesome. You know, I was almost crying. It was like mm-hmm. it was so beautiful. It's like, right. look at her do this. Look at these with, children grow and learn and face their challenges. Right. What's well, so what's well, so crazy because Annabelle's like a little kid, right? She's not a baby anymore. And then they like, look at Daniel and I'm like, oh my gosh, he's so big. Well, he's on his way to being not a little, being a little kid. Right. Like he's, he's on, he's, he's still he's, a boy. He's still, still a baby. He wants to be baby, but he's not really. He's, he, he, he eh, eh, makes the baby huge, face right. and it's too ridiculous. Right, it's right. Like, <laughs> you're not even feeling the face you're showing. <laughs> Right. You're, that's a tactic that too old, too old. Yeah. He still does it, but but that's the other thing. I mean, now you're dealing with these children, and they're all different, mm-hmm. and, and learning personalities, and, and and the family is so important. Mm-hmm. And you know, now we get some time. You know, grandparents mm-hmm. help, and right now, and I think it's you know, you start to have kind of a a life where you do the things that were really important, mm-hmm. but you don't get to do everything you used to want to. Mm-hmm. You know, traveling, forget about it for a year or two. Oh, Going yeah. to restaurants. It doesn't even sound like fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
like going in restaurants, you know, like yeah. let's 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 go just grab a quick bite down the street at Applebee's or wherever. Applebee's never been there in my life, but it's like mm-hmm. oh. it's terrible. Well, I don't want to really talk about food, but restaurants with kids terrible. It's a miserable experience. That's so that's what cha- that's what changes. Yeah. Like you, oh, yeah. you can't go to restaurants anymore mm-hmm. because you've got an you're that that you've you've got a screaming crying kid. Everybody's looking at you. You don't give a shit that they're looking at you because you know that shit kid screams like that all the time. Right. And everybody's like, keep it down. And you're like, I haven't fucking slept. And this kid, this is nothing. <laughs> just wait till right. he gets started. I just got here. <laughs> wait till this kid starts throwing shit everywhere. Get everything out of his reach. Right. <laughs> everything out of his reach. Well, it's funny. It's like they're they're good while they have food or when they're hungry. While they're hungry for you got to eat right. quick. <laughs> right. But as soon as they're done eating and they always bring the kids food out first. Yeah, you know, nice. And you're like. Yeah, it's great, except for now when you bring my food out, the kid's done eating. That's right. when they start throwing things. Yeah, <laughs> you got to be hitting with one hand and mm-hmm. eating with the other hand. Right, and that goes on for a while, too. <sighs> two or three years. you got to constantly manage, even at home. Yeah, it's management. It's, like, it's, it's you don't get monkey to enjoy management. a meal because you're managing your Ma- kids. Monkey management. Mm-hmm. And those Making two-year-olds mm-hmm. don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. They don't give a shit. <laughs> they don't care. I don't. That's what I realized. They understand what you're saying, but they don't care. <laughs> right. See, they they hear, like, they know what you're saying, mm-hmm. but they know that since you don't know that they know, that they just can kind of do what they're going to do because mm-hmm. they don't know how to tell you no. They're going to show you no. They're right. like, don't do this. This? Right. Well, shit. Uh-huh. But it's funny when they when what I always like to say is when they get old enough is mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and they kind of you can tell in their eyes they're like they're on to me <laughs> <laughs> right. oh shit they know that I know <laughs> oh it's yeah. crazy it's fun though it's it's totally fun mm-hmm. but it yeah. is it is a it is a life changing experience mm-hmm. you know and it's a life enhancing mm-hmm. you have to kind of I mean you do give up yourself. But it's not like it's stolen from you. It's no. like a, it's like a no. It's 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 good because it gives you purpose, a, a different purpose. Right. It gives you. I mean, in my opinion, it's real purpose. Of course. Like I would like to have a nice beachfront property with a really nice new car, but instead, I have a big family. Mm-hmm. And that's probably money more spent. That's like, probably right. money. That's probably time better invested the value of raising a family versus <sighs> having a nice no kids no no i don't <laughs> doesn't know doesn't sound fun to me at all sounds fun for a while <laughs> right but then you get bored right and we're like ah oh. you can only go to paris i knew so i should have i knew i should have said yes to natalie when she proposed <laughs> oh, yeah. you can only go out of the country i mean there's not that many places you want to go you can only go so many times you really I, I i would have to say you really i mean i don't know i've had kids my whole life but you really have to have really you must be real comfortable like alone mm-hmm. or even with somebody else but you know it's it's the thing which keeps us together as kids mm-hmm. i mean not there's not even like the door isn't even in sight because oh, we're right. raising a family together right. you know not that that's what keeps us together right. but but there's the well, family just, commitment, right? I'm, I'm like trying to imagine, like, like what would, you, what would we do? I mean, like you say, you had to give up surfing, not really, but if you surfed, if we were at the beach, you know, we would go surfing every weekend. 
Right. If we didn't have kids, what we would do is we'd be we'd be doing a lot of things. We'd be, mm-hmm. we'd go to, it'd right. be very expensive. We'd go to right. snow, snowboarding, skiing, traveling. But I'm just thinking, though, like the weekends, I mean, I'd be working, so you'd be working. So we'd have dinner. We'd probably sit around and watch TV. We'd go out a lot, you know, and, and then we'd go out, we'd to go eat. out on the eat We'd go eat. Yeah, I'd go eat. <laughs> I hate that. That's... And then um, I wouldn't have learned how to cook. <laughs> right. Um, and then... Well, yeah, but that's okay because we're eating all mm-hmm. kinds. But it depends on what we do. I mean, if we're both teachers and we don't have kids, it's not like we just have unlimited money. You know right. what I mean? You'd probably buy a home. You kinda... No, but I'm thinking like extracurriculars, like the weekends. Like you – like surfing on the weekends, it's like some days you can't even get into Santa. Like – well, and then sometimes it's and there's no waves and right. it's shitty and mm-hmm. depends. So on where I guess we could like bike ride and go. We'd go out of town for the weekends too. Yeah, more, oh, more sounds so nice without kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, for five years, that sounds really great. Right. For the next twenty years. Mm-hmm. But like, then, yeah. But that, then well, and that's probably what happens is you, you you're with somebody, even if you're married, it's like mm-hmm. five years with the same person, mm-hmm. and there's really nothing else but that your commitment to each other holding you together. So that's why I would I could imagine that if you don't have children, you've been married, that it's probably a high rate of divorce for people who don't have children. Oh right, or and then other people are like, okay, now let's have kids. <laughs> right, right. Now I don't want kids, and then all of a sudden you're like, ah, oh, we're thirty five. We've done. We've gone out on the weekends, and it's all boring. And then you have kids, and our and friends all have kids, so they don't go out anymore. <laughs> no, they're all fucked. I told them, yeah, it's okay. Our kids have friends. It's it's actually really nice, but I think I told every single one of them. Now you're fucked because you're <laughs> fucked. It's over. So, I mean, it's still, we well, still have fun. Well, you just, your, your fun changes, but it should anyways. You're getting too old to be at the, out at the bars. <laughs> yeah. In the nightclubs. Like, right. Well, nightclubs. Something's wrong. <laughs> right. I'm, missing, I'm missing something there. You know, you can't be 40 and going, being. Yeah. Well, Vegas, I guess. Well, unless you go to old people know? bars. All right. What's it called? The wagon wheel? Like, 21-year-olds are going to be like, what is wrong with you? Why are you still at the bars? Sup, babe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I got my own business. Yeah, car detailing. I make pretty good money. <laughs> my own, got my own apartment by the beach. It's nice. Got this nice C-Class 250. <laughs> Killing it. Sounds like you're ready to settle down. <laughs> <laughs> nah, babe. I'm wild. <laughs> Stallion. Just hitting it. Surfing every weekend. <laughs> Right, we go have fun, and then eventually it's like this is boring. Let's have a kid, mm-hmm. and then you're trapped. But it's okay; it's a nice progression. I, I do believe in that. Also, I've recommended mm-hmm. to my friends that the depth of relationship that you enter when mm-hmm. that you embark on with a partner mm-hmm. when you're having children, like you really experience life with that other person. You learn about yourself mm-hmm. because it's like you you can't you know the, you're dedicated to the woman because of the child, mm-hmm. and that and and I think that from it makes it. It's an it it creates a dynamic in the relationship that you can only get by suffering with somebody like that, right? And facing challenges like that, mm-hmm. that you can't do that without kids. I mean, you guys can, you know, if you have a near near death experience, I bet you that yields a similar bond. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it kind of is near death. I felt like I was going to die. You've, you know, you you both are like something's wrong with me. And um, nope, you're nothing wrong with you. You're underslept and. <laughs> tired and adjusting but i think that there's that that's that's that is also the other side of of entering of having children 
you know, it's like you get prepared to really learn something. And sometimes you probably grow apart, but, um, if you can make it, mm-hmm. you know, like some of our friends are having challenges with young children, like they're, you know, relationship challenges oh. and they've got a young child and it's like, no, 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 it's the stress of the kid. Like you guys, right, it's just it that, really brings you to the brink. Right. It's because, because your focus has to be a hundred percent on that, on your kids and you just want like. I don't know, an hour of time to focus on yourself and you feel like you can't have that. Right. Or like you have to take turns to do that. You have to take turns. <laughs> like, like, okay, I'll watch him for an hour and you get yeah. him for an hour. Like, oh, the whole hour? Right. And <laughs> whatever, you know, everyone's different. It's like two working parents or, you know. Or one. it doesn't matter. Right. I mean, everybody's tired and exhausted. Right. And, and, and then, the kids need a diaper change. They need to be fed and they mm-hmm. need to be clothed and bathed. Right. <laughs> and now they're throwing shit all over the place. So you got to yeah. go follow them around, pick up after them. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's fucking relentless. And then, um, oh, I was going to say, when you have one, like grandparents all want to watch that one. <laughs> That's child. right. And when you add two or three, they're like, I don't want to watch your kids. Watch like, one of them. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> The older one. Bring multiples and then they like. It's yeah. like getting another dog. No, nobody can watch your dogs. Yeah, no one wants to help watch your kids anymore. And so then the time alone is when they're sleeping which means that's taking up you get like four hours every other weekend (laughs) that means that you're taking away your sleep time right so then you're even more sleep deprived yeah no it's it's yeah i'd say three years three years per kid of basically life gone so it's good to overlap them right so you know if you can if you can get two kids in four four to five years you know, you just saved a year. And if you can get three kids in five to six years, I mean, you're saving three years of pain That's by right. kind of grouping them up together. Mm-hmm. It's a tough, I mean, you, you right. put in that time, it's just mm-hmm. compressed. <laughs> you're, the pain and suffering is not reduced. It's mm-hmm. just compressed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Accelerated. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. But it's nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. Of course. You can't wish away your children, mm-hmm. no matter how hard you try. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't try. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just teasing. One hundred percent. Holy, yeah. I mean, it's. No, oh, oh, come on. But it's yeah. It's every parent's felt it. Oh, and then, um, and then I guess when they're like three, when they start going to preschool, then there's this phase of like they get sick every other week. Oh God, the illnesses. And if you have, and the sicknesses, just the illnesses go through the whole. Like all the kids, so like, and if you're not careful, it gets you too, and you're right. fucked. One year, I remember being at the doctor like once a yeah. month or every two yeah. weeks, like covered rent, and, covered rent and copays, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> like ear infection for one kid. It's a nice thing like, about having benefits, though. It's a nice thing is just go get take care of all the poor right. infections. God, you know, yeah. And you you put them in preschool or some kind of school, and they, then they puke get, on you. They get exposed to the pink eye and chicken pox oh and all God. these crazy things like and the there's no shielding your child from that because you know, no that's not how viruses and bacteria works <laughs> it's, right. wash your hands i don't think you can wash yeah and the, well the kids are sneezing <laughs> in the air in class right. just like coughing and wiping their snot all over everything shaking hands they don't they're not they're not you know when someone an adult's sick they're like dude i'm sick like get don't touch me right you know i'm just gonna be over here and cover my mouth Mm -hmm. my t-shirt kids are like 
I want a bite of your sandwich. Right. <laughs> I'm thirsty. I'll do that. Yeah, I'll just have some of your water. Let me have some of your water. Yeah. I don't feel good. <laughs> oh, God. And then you see your sick baby. That yeah. never feels good, too. Oh, no, because you feel so helpless. Yeah, you're like, little babies. And then they get the fevers when they're children. Mm-hmm. You're like, they're going to die. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful. But... Well, I don't think that, but I just... You don't you don't want to give them too much medicine because if they're throwing they might throw up because they have an empty no, stomach. Then fever doesn't go away, and then yeah, I think and then you're like, how? When do I call the doctor? How soon? Like, <sighs> like those are all things mm-hmm. that it's it's really hard to you can't get medical advice, but it's like generally all things are different. All babies develop at different ages. They're all they all everything is different, and if it's not by the book, it's normal. Right, you know. Like, that's probably the biggest thing. It's like, oh, no, they have a 101 fever. I need to take them to the ER. Mm -hmm. And it's like, give them a little bath. You know, maybe give them some Tylenol. They could drip it in. Mm -hmm. It's like, just use the remedies because there's nothing doctors can do. Like, if they have a high fever, they'll put them on an IV, but that's just water. Like that's oh the... yeah, and actually, if you if you do read the like WebMD or the sites and just stuff, like they do, they say right, <laughs> they do, they look it up on stuff. But um, they have good internet. You're not really there. supposed to take a baby even to the doctor unless it's been three days of a high fever, and it's know? probably a high risk because that doctor's office is crawling oh, with yeah. viruses. So it's like right. you're going to the place where all the sick people go, and you're right. basically vaccinating <laughs> your kids by going to that place, right? Um. However, there's so many things you have to think about because, like, if it's Friday, you got to go before the weekend. Oh, God. Or you got to go to urgent care, which is a nightmare. Don't go. If you hurt your shoulder in Big Bear, don't go to urgent (laughs) care over there. You'll never get in there. And then, um, so, yeah, so there's those things to think about. And then, luckily, my doctor's office always takes me, but, um, like, for the kids, like. Yeah. But because they've had a lot of ear infections and we've caught them in time, and oh, once babies. they get the the antibiotics and they're fine, they start you start to see the progression. But actually, I wonder because if you just wait, yeah, the progression is about four or five days, right? So if you just <laughs> waited those four yeah. or five days, would it get better on its own? Support eh. your local pharmacist. <laughs> well, support doctors. They 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 got it real mm-hmm. tough. They're really hard on making any money. I mean the whole you know prescribing yeah, stuff. Not that fun to look, watch sick babies all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, only, no, people only talk to them when there's something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, if they would encourage us to see them when we're healthy, then maybe we would see them more when we're healthy to maintain our health. Right. I know. It's just once a year. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. They should talk. They should be like life coaches. Mm-hmm. They should be like, hey, Ramon, how's it going? You feel okay? You know, you really should exercise a little more. Look, looking good. Drop three pounds. <laughs> I mean, you gained 20, but it's pretty good, you know? I mean, they should just be like these positive life coaches, mm-hmm. and we should see them more often. And I bet that they would. you would say, hey, you know, we got your blood, you're a little low on vitamin D, before you start having those the effects of the deficit. Like, mm-hmm. they should do preemptive checking. Shitty oh, doctors. Sure. All they do is they're like, oh, you're sick, yes. And they just look Come at on a in. chart. They don't even do that. Like, yeah, you are sick. Yep, you got a fever. Sure do. My thermometer says or your thermometer said you're definitely sick. Okay, well, well, here's the standard prescription that I make money for writing. Mm-hmm. You pay for. And just in case you're listening, antibiotics do not cure viruses. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But how do you know if it's a virus or not? They, they got to take your blood or they got to swab you? I mean... They do that? 
Um, for strep, they'll swab you. Um, well, like an ear infection. Can it be a virus or bacteria or both? No, it's only a bacteria. Okay. So then, yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully a doctor is... If if they look inside your ear and they're, and it's... Um, and I'm pretty sure that there are no viruses in the ears. The ear infection, infection is a bacterial infection. I see. You don't have a viral... Yeah, you have viral infection. I would say you do, doctor. Yeah, but those are usually respiratory. I'm sure they, they have a blanket like, term for them, but that's yeah. true. You No matter how many antibiotics you take for a virus, <laughs> you won't do it's anything. not going to do anything. Yeah. Vitamin D to prevent viruses in winter. That's what we're going to try next year. Mm-hmm. We're going to get lots of sun. We're going to cut down our sugar intake, and we're going to take extra vitamin D during yeah. winter. Because I, I heard influenza uh-huh. is from uh, uh, the lack of sunlight. I saw on a chiropractor's wall, so, you know. <laughs> We'll, we'll do our doctors, own study. But, um, yeah. Doctor no, like Dr. Dre. I actually read something today, actually, that said um, vitamin D helps prevent arthritis and rheumatoid, like autoimmune diseases. Too. No, really? Yeah. So just, Get more sun. Um, that and I, there, I think it's my pediatrician. She said she recommends all, all ages take vitamin D. Hmm. Like you cannot get it. Why didn't she just say get in the sun more? More well, you cannot get well. Maybe you can't. So you, you gotta could, work. If I know you're all you slaves, should always be on vitamin D. Right. You, they prescribe it for babies. I'm sure. But it you can be out in the sun more, but the, but there's then there's harmful rays and like some people are really prone to like skin cancer. I guess that's and, true. So there's stuff like that and it's interesting. And the vitamin D has to be absorbed through non-covered protection i've heard like that's interesting i'll take like i think we have to look that up that sunscreen blocks vitamin d it might that would be very interesting you should should, because i will definitely google that don't you uh, worry right i remember think remember reading something that said like you should get at least 15 minutes a day of sun right and it has to be between 10 and 2 or something you know oh really there's certain yeah there's certain hours when it's like more nice that's interesting that's very interesting. Yes. I'd like to I'd like to see some so, information on that. And that's with with you know ten to fifteen minutes without sunscreen is fine. It's you got to put sunscreen on when you're going to be out for like hours. Right when you're going to be sun. And I bet you there's a diminishing returns that you know a certain amount of vitamin D is absorbed quickly and then and then after that the rays start taking to an effect mm-hmm. and you start having these adverse reactions. But absolutely no business making those assumptions. But I'd do it anyways. Well, and I I think with vitamin D that there might not be a maximum amount you can take. So like, or you could take it internally and externally and you'd be fine. Right. You're not going to, there's no overdosing on vitamin D. That's interesting. I I would like to be a, a, I don't know that for sure, but a vitaminologist, because it'd be interesting to know how, (laughs) how absorption, like is Mm. absorption based on deficit? Or is it based on abundance? Right. If I take a bunch of vitamin D, do I absorb a bunch of vitamin D, or do I only absorb vitamin D when there's a deficit? You know, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me Maybe. something to do at work tomorrow. Right. <laughs> yeah, look up the effects of vitamin D and all that stuff. Yeah, if you're gonna have kids, take your vitamin D because you're not gonna see the sun. <laughs> you fucking light a day or light a hope. You could for take about a, three years. You could take a fifteen minute walk every day. Take a break. Walk God, outside. You're lucky so. if you have that energy. Right. Oh, yeah. Energy. That's a whole other thing. You're fucked. Mm-hmm. Gotta love the kids, though. I love them. Well, of course. 
Takes years. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. It's instant. Yeah, it's tough to unlove them. It's instant. You're well. You're instantly want to protect them and love them and. No, they're great kids. God bless them. Yeah, they're awesome. It wouldn't even matter if they were bad kids. You still want to protect them and love them and. Well, you probably don't even see that they're bad kids. Oh, they're just mm-hmm. karate chopping everybody. It's okay. It's a tra- it's a, uh, it's a, a bad it, kid. I don't know. I mean, you well, got to make. I don't know how do you how do you yeah, how, how do you, do you own them? How do you have a right. bad kid? You have a bad puppy. Beat the shit out until he behaves. You just got to use a little more tactics with babies. If you have psychological a warfare, bad kid that's like terrible, you can't. Bad like, kids are all born. I know. Crying, screaming, and pooping. Like if they're bad. Number one, you, it could be corrected. It's your fault. <laughs> Number one, it could be corrected. But yeah, take a look and right. just take a look at what you're doing uh-huh. and start there. <laughs> ah, poor people. Here's, any, anybody who's not a parent yet and going to be a parent, you're fucked. <laughs> and all Don't you other parents, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, it's so wonderful. It's so great. Yeah, fuck off. There's just so many of us. We all can't, can't be bad because there's so many of us. No. I, I don't know. Like, I think... It must be me. <laughs> Not everybody else. There's nobody else is like, why would they... Why would they warn you? Don't ever have kids. Because the rewards <laughs> are way better than the... the sacrifices. <laughs> than the taxing. Yes, <laughs> they are. And you will eventually get your life back, and then what? That's true. Then you <laughs> like, want kids. Then you want grandkids. Right. Like... When you I mean, probably five nesters, years. Maybe five like, years of... like once all your kids are eighteen, twenty, and they're out of the house, it's not like you stop worrying. Well, then you worrying work... about them because they're out. Now That's you're just true. like, oh man. Like I hope they check. Get in. on birth control. I hope, yeah, I hope. <sighs> like I hope I don't get those calls. I hope they're not making dumb decisions out there. You like, you're just like, you know, you don't you don't want to get those calls and be like, why would you do that? <laughs> Thought I raised you better, <laughs> or you know, or sure, yeah. Here's another twenty bucks. Hopefully, this is just a face. Right, <laughs> right. I mean, you said you were going to start paying your insurance, but that's fine if you want. I mean, I'll pay it again. Right, like yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy. Fucked. That's okay. It does get better. But I think you know, smoke oh. beer, smoke beer, and drink. Get stoned with them. Get drink beer and smoke dope when they're 12, 13, finally. Have some buds. Wait, TM. <laughs> nice. um, no, it's definitely fun. And um, when they're older and they can play sports. And you can yeah, play, that's fun. You know, the takes effort, though. You got to make them good. You got to make them good. You can't drop your kid off baseball. And expect him to be a, oh, a no, good baseball sure, player. But... And that's another lesson. Mm-hmm. That that would be actually a good a good topic for your next discussion. Okay. It's kind of like, you know, I was a crazy parent. I'm not a crazy parent anymore. But it's kind of like athleticism and kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like raising your kids through sports. Mm-hmm. I think that would be something that's interesting because because you got to not be a crazy parent. If you're going to be a crazy parent, you got to fucking own it. You got to know you're a crazy parent and just scream at everybody, scream on the field, yell at your kid, but you can't ever stop. You got to do it their whole career. Uh, you got to. You got to. Until they're about 12 or 13. Yeah, until they're like 14. Well, you can't start too young. Yeah. That's true. We'll just know what you're in for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't yell at a kindergartner. You, you... I mean, probably when they're fourth and fifth grade is when you can start yelling. <laughs> yeah. And then 
and then you can continue. Well, that's because that's when it gets competitive up until (laughs) then. I don't know. Seventh and eighth, I mean, those seven-year-olds, you know, they – their parents yelling at them. Their 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 dad's yelling. Grandpa's kick the bu-. yeah, crazy grandpas even yeah. That's that's great. That's how champions. You know the ones who can't be born champions, they got to be yelled at to be champions. You know it's it's trust me, it's a lot easier to just find one that's born. Just don't even fight it, and you'd be disappointed. <laughs>